Amen. Hey, it is great to see you tonight. You can grab a seat. How is everyone doing? Three people, four, five. How's everyone doing? Good. Fantastic. Me too. Um, For those of you who maybe haven't seen me around before, my name is Anna and I'm on the team here and I am so excited to be up here tonight as we continue our series on reach. So if you've been around in the last few weeks at all, you have hopefully found out that our Thanksgiving faith offering reach is coming up in just a couple of weeks. So we've been talking recently about what it looks like to reach up, reach in and reach out. Last week, Jono kicked us off with talking about reaching up and how every single thing that we, need, that we do needs to flow out of our relationship with God, that He is our foundation, He is our rock. And if we are to do anything of significance and worth and value, it needs to come from our relationship with Him. And as we start to know Him more and love Him more, we start to understand more of His heart for us as His sons and His daughters. And I believe that if we are truly reaching up with everything that we have, then God will start to call us to reach in. And that is what we're going to talk about tonight, reaching in. The idea of reach comes out of Matthew 22, verse 37 to 39. should come up on the screen behind me. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So we reach up by loving God with everything that we have. And we reach out by loving our neighbors as ourself. But reaching in is the middle step. We reach in because we have first reached up. And we reach out because we have first reached in. So what are we reaching in for, you might be asking yourself tonight. Did you know that God has placed something within every single one of you? Every single person in this room tonight has a gift, a talent, an ability of blessing that God has put within you. All of us have something, and God doesn't want those things to be lying dormant within us. He doesn't want them to be undiscovered, forgotten, or even ignored. Is anyone guilty of that one, ignoring what you know that God has placed within you? And those gifts and those talents that we have are not there to be kept to ourselves, but they are there to be a blessing to others. And in fact, that is one of the values of this church, that we are blessed to be a blessing. When I was thinking about reach in, there are so many examples in the word of ordinary people who have had to reach in. There's Gideon, who Paul talked about this morning. He had to reach in and overcome his weakness He had to overcome the fact that he thought that he was the least of the least in order to become a mighty warrior to save his people. Or there's the Samaritan woman at the well. She wasn't even meant to be associating with Jesus. She was a Samaritan woman. He was a Jewish man. But despite her broken past, despite the sin and the shame that she carried, she was able to overcome that. And the Bible tells us that many in her town believed because of her encounter 
with Jesus. There was David who had to reach in and cast aside the fact that he was overlooked. He was just a shepherd. He was the least of his brothers, but as he reached in and as he remembered that the same God that rescued him from the paw of the lion, that was the God that rescued him from the giant Goliath. Timothy had to reach in and be an example for believers in faith, purity, speech, conduct, and love despite his young age. There are so many examples of people reaching in and there's a pattern that we can see in these stories. Who's ready for for your three points if you're taking notes tonight? Number one, they had a challenge that they faced. Have you ever faced a challenge here? Yep. And I'd I'd say it would be pretty unlikely that you are not facing, wait, does that make sense? You're not facing a challenge right now. Yeah. All of us are facing challenges and big or small, they are with us no matter where we go, no matter what we do. But the question is, what do you do when you face a challenge? What do you do? Because number two, they all reached in. All of these examples that I've used, and there's so many more, they all had challenges right in front of them. But they decided to reach in. They decided that no challenge, no circumstance, no person, no cultural norm was going to stop them from reaching in and discovering what God had made them to be, who God had made them to be. And number three tonight, they had an influence. We are blessed to be a blessing. And we notice in all of these examples that when they reached in, they were able to bless others. But even more than that tonight, they were able to glorify the name of God. I love that God wants to partner with us, don't you? We're so ordinary. We're so imperfect. There's so many flaws that we can see about ourselves. But God wants us to learn to reach in and discover what it is that he, the one that created us, has placed within us. You know, and I believe tonight that if we can reach in and discover what that is, the echo of our life can be so much larger than if we ever tried to do something great on our own. But reaching in takes work on our part. And it is so, so important that we have reached up before we ever reach in. Because when we just try and reach in, we forget about who God is. We start to think that we can do it all on our own, that we can do something amazing and significant. We forget that God is the one that has given us these skills and these capabilities, and we start to think, no, I'm strong. No, I'm capable. I'm smart enough. I am gifted enough. And we forget that it is God who wants to do these things through us. And it never ends up going that well. Have you experienced that tonight? It's a bad cycle, but somehow we repeat it again and again. It's a bad cycle. It leaves us feeling inadequate, but it then draws us back to the reality that we are simply the vessel, that God is in control, and that nothing that we could ever do could be as great as what he wants to do through us. And on the other side of this, sometimes we don't 
bother reaching in at all. We count ourselves out and we let our insecurities and our doubts and our fears stop us from reaching in and asking that question, what can I do for God? For years of my life, I literally believed that I had no gifts and talents, like zero. I, was, I thought that God had made a mistake because I knew that God had placed something within everyone, but I thought, no, not me, because I'd look at the people around me and I'd see them doing these amazing things. I'd look at my friends who were reaching out to people and were being a better Christian than I was. And I looked at these people who had passion and I felt like I had no passion. But God breathes passion and he has shown me time and time again that if I can reach in with all my confidence, all my faith in him, that I'll find that I have something to offer the world just like you do tonight. Or maybe this is you tonight. You feel like your past and your mistakes mean that God can't use you anymore. Maybe you feel like you've messed it up too much. And when you try and reach in, it's too painful because all you see is your mess. But I want to encourage you that just as much as God wants to use our strengths, he wants to, wants to use our victories. He wants to use our weaknesses. He wants to use your broken past to shape someone else's future, to be hope, to be a beacon of light in someone else's world. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8 verse 28. We in our humanness may count ourselves out by the mistakes that we've made and the flaws that we have, but God does not count you out tonight. Allow God to show you what he can do if you are just willing tonight to give it all to him. See, reaching in takes courage and obedience. Why courage and why obedience? Because the thing about reaching in is that it requires a response from you. Reaching in is not a passive action, but if you truly want to reach in and discover what it is that God has placed within you, are you willing to follow through? Are you willing to follow through with that stuff even when what you see when you reach in scares you? I never thought that I would be up on stage public speaking, but I reached in. And through God, through courage and obedience, you can overcome any fear. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but that is the reality of who God is. He is a God that can help you to overcome your fears and your doubts about who you are, about who he has made you to be. You know, I don't want the gifts and talents lying within me to be dormant. And that's not so I can look at myself and be like, oh, how wonderful I am. Look at all these things I can do. Look at how great I am. But no, it's to bless others and to glorify the name of God. I read a quote a while ago, and normally I'm not one for for quotes. I like the Bible. I like Bible quotes. But this one really stuck with me, and I wanted to share it with you tonight. And it reads, how satisfying it is to turn from our limitations to a God who has none. How satisfying it is to turn from our limitations to a God who has none. If I could get the panel to 
jump up and join me. See, the reality about reaching in is that it is not about us. It is about tapping into what God has already done. He has already placed those gifts and those talents and those abilities within you. And it is our job now to discover them and then to use them. But reaching in is a challenge because it means placing our confidence in God despite the fact that we are a broken vessel. So in a minute, we're going to have a discussion on our panel behind us. But I want to ask you a question. And it's a challenge to me as well. But do you have an excitement rise up within you when you start to think that God has placed something within your life? Are you in awe that God actually wants to use you tonight? I mean you, every single one of us. Are you willing to be courageous and obedient as you reach in? Because we are all too aware of our own limitations, are we not? But when we can reach in and we, when we can give the gift that God has already given us back to him, I believe that can be the ultimate satisfaction to know that God would use us as a part of his plan. Awesome. Thanks. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, this is our Life Talk panel. We're going to get an opportunity to talk through some stuff uh, that Anna's just shared as well as some other thoughts as they come up and uh, possibly get to some questions if you send them in. I uh, just want to introduce the team tonight. Down the end here we have Jazz. Welcome, Jazz. Uh, hey. This is Bryden. Yeah, yep. thanks. That's much better. I was enormously loud just a moment ago. And Anna and I am Dave. And um, before, I think we need to shift off about you stressed two things that we might do. One is that we reach in too much and rely on our own strength without reaching up. And then the other one is that is refusing to reach in at all. Can we sort of just sort of unpack that a little bit more and discuss that, particularly that first one? You know, what is, if we talk about reaching in too much and we focus on that, there's that danger, isn't there, that it all becomes just about us? Thoughts? Well, there's a tension there, isn't there, because we are found in Christ, but we are found in Christ. So there's still something of us found in Christ. So how do you find the balance between, okay, everything that we are is God and it is in him, but then there is still a we. I am a new creation. So there is still something for us to discover as well. And that's not answering your question. I think that's just... So it's finding that, I guess the question I'm asking is how do we find that balance? How do we know if we've crossed the threshold over relying on our strength and not relying on God's strength and reaching up in order to reach in? I have an example, if I can use an example. Um, um, So last year I was working full time at a job that was quite stressful. Um, It was at like a children's respite care centre. Um, and like I went into the job with really good intentions, you know, like I love children, I want to work with these kids and I'm, I'm doing this for God. Um, and I'm like, I'm, I'm using my talents for this, like working with these kids. But I think sort of somewhere along the way, it became um, me doing this all in my own strength and doing this, you know, and people would, you know, like kind of admire the work that I did and stuff. Um, but it sort of just became this whole thing of doing it all in my own strength and like at the end of the year, my own strength was kind of done and I was like in bed sick for about two weeks. And then after that, I was like, I actually need to find this balance of um, sort of having God's help and God's love and that relationship and like giving from that relationship instead of like running all the time, like doing my own thing. Yeah. 
So I think it's a, it's a two-step process that, because first of all, you actually do feel like, oh yeah, like, you know, I'm kind of rocking this, like, I'm good at this, this is awesome. But then it always ends up that way when you're exhausted and you completely run yourself dry and when you're not drawing back to, to God, to Jesus and his strength, it always ends up the same. Like, I don't think I've ever experienced a time where I've felt so wonderful about myself and that's continued. It's always gone back to that. I actually desperately really need God. Yeah. And that reminds me of a quote uh, John Wesley said where, I'm paraphrasing loosely, but, you know, he, he said, the more I have to do, the more I have to pray. And he had that principle where the more he had going on, the more he would spend time in prayer because he realized it wasn't him doing it all, but it had to be God moving through him. I think one of the signs for me that I've crossed the threshold is I just start getting really annoyed at other people, that anything that goes wrong is never my fault. It's always somebody else. And I think I might be focusing a little bit on what I can do and I'm not seeking God in this enough. Okay, hey, what are some, some gifts and talents that you guys recognize, that specific strengths that God's given you, uh, that you sense that God has given you so that he can then use them through you? Want to chat about that for a wee bit? Um, I've, I've done this thing called Strength Finder. So um, it's, you know, it's a list of your top 10 strengths or whatever. And my top strength is um, empathy. And I think that God sort of, yeah, has like used this in me and like the work that I do with children to the point where I sort of like have like too much empathy. And it's kind of like, it's like overdrive. And I like, I carry all of this around. But like, I think that sort of, um, yeah, gifts and talents that God has given me have been sort of to just really have a desire for people for their um for their mental health for their like emotional healing for them to feel included and um for people to feel valued and like particularly particularly for children but for yeah adults as well yeah Mm. um for me I love music yeah and that's something that yeah I'm, I'm really good at actually I'm good at it and I love doing it and my passion is to um I went through a big, a big journey, and not to go into it, but um, I got to the point where I was like, I just want to bring people hope through music, um, whatever that looks like. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'm quite a compassionate or empathetic person as well. Um, you know, I work with teenagers, so you need a lot of compassion sometimes because it's such a wild ride being a teenager and being able to come alongside them and, and really li- listen and care. Um, I'd say probably writing as well. Um, I like writing, and this sounds really odd, but I really like formal writing. Like, you know, back at school you had creative writing and you had formal writing. Hated creative writing, just couldn't stand it. But if you got me to, like, write, like, a fake letter to, like, you know, it's like a job interview or, you know, to, like, a council person, I would be all over that. So, writing. Your emails, actually, Anna, are very, very professional. They're done very well. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you, Jazz. Um, I think I've got a talent for bad jokes, basically, is my strength. Um, Dad jokes. Yeah. Um, the, the questions come in here, Anna. Can you give a 30-second definition of reaching in, and how does one reach in effectively? I think because you were on preaching tonight, you should answer, f- as far as you're concerned, with your preaching. What do you, okay. what do you define reaching in? Reaching in. Um, I would say, I don't know if it's going to be 30 seconds, sorry to <laughs> whoever you were, I would say that reaching in is the process of looking at yourself through God's perspective. So you're not looking 
at yourself with your own eyes and even your own context of who you are, but you're actually stripping all of that back and you're choosing to look at yourself from God's perspective. So you're first of all going to his word, I think is hugely important because that tells you so much about who you are. But then there's also that element that God has created you to be an individual. So you do have those things that set you apart as well. Um, And God might not say black and white in his word, you know, you are a talented dancer, but it's that twofold thing of going to the word, but then searching out for yourself. Um, it's also, it's not just, uh, it's not just the internal gifts and talents, so it's, it's resources and things we have as well, right? Blessings as yeah. well, yeah. Um, so this morning we talked about, um, you know, what is it that you have in your hand and what have you got that you can then uh, give to others or help others with? Um, okay, another question here. What happens if you reach in or if you look at what you have or who you are and the gifts you have and you really don't like what you see? What can you do with that? I think first thing with that is you've got to determine if what you're seeing lines up with what God's seeing. So in some cases, you might look at your life and think, I've got nothing. But like the story of Gideon, God sees much more in faith than, than we see. So if that's the case, then you need to line up with what God is seeing. Or maybe there is stuff in your life that you need to deal with. So there's kind of two sides. That, not to answer the whole question, but you've got to first of all decide which of those two things it is. Um, I, for myself personally, for a long time, and I'm not the, the loudest person in the room and I'm not always the most um, bold or confident or out there person, so I had to, to come to terms with that for myself because for a long time I thought, actually, this, like, why have you made me like this, God? Like, why can't I be more like this person who can walk into a room and just own it? And I have never felt like that person. So I've had to come to terms with actually, this is the way that God has made me to be, and it's a good thing. You know, I don't, I don't need to be like that other person. I can actually be me. And I have so much to offer other people from being myself. Yeah. Well, we're pretty much out of time. In John 9-9. John 9-9? Yeah. I think in the end, God wants all of us, right? He wants everything that we have, everything that we are. He wants all our strengths. He wants all our weaknesses. He wants us, he wants us to use everything that we are and everything that we are, have for his glory, yeah. right? And so when we stop and look at what do we have, what can we then give uh, for him? Anna, back to you. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Great. If you want to stand with me, we're going to go back into a time of worship very soon, but I just want to give you an opportunity tonight. Um, Reaching in is something that is really challenging, uh, no matter where we are at. I believe that we can always be reaching in further and discovering more of what God has for us as individuals, as part of his plan. So we just want to give you an opportunity tonight to respond And maybe you found yourself in one of those categories tonight. Maybe you feel like you've been reaching in and relying on your own strength too much. Maybe you feel like you have nothing to offer God, like you have no gifts and talents. And tonight, we just want to give you this opportunity. And whatever it looks like for you, maybe you want to come up the front and get prayer from one of the team here. Maybe you want to just kneel where you are or find a space or even just respond in your seat. 
God can speak to you in your seat tonight. And I believe that there are people here tonight that need to rediscover what it means to reach in, to look at yourself the way that God sees you tonight, not of the way that you have seen yourself, not through your context of your broken past and your mistakes, but actually strip it all back and see yourself the way that God sees you tonight. So as we sing, I encourage you, reach in. Don't let it just be some words and don't let it just be an idea, but actually make it a part of your life, reaching in and discovering what it is that God has put in your life.